0: Hi, I'm Kelly,
1: and I'm Catlin.
0: and welcome to the, the How, How to, to love, love Me podcast.
1: Hello and welcome, everybody.
0: Welcome to another episode, guys.
1: Welcome to another episode of How to Love Me, the podcast where we talk about mental health. And relationships. Specifically our relationship. And we're getting a little bit into me today. We are. Yeah. So we said on the last episode, this one was going to be a little bit of a doozy. Mm-hmm. Because obviously I've been having some challenges lately in life and with work. And I mean, I've been challenged in a way that i haven't been in a long time learning something new i guess i did that a bit like early last year this time last year but this has been a whole new experience for me
0: well you got yourself thrown into something completely new when it comes to work yeah so like that that's a lot you've been doing more or less the same type of work for a long time so to try to learn something completely new is understandable
1: yeah So what are we talking about? Well, guys, I kind of started a new career path and it's been learning something I've never done before. I mean, I've been a big part of construction, surveying, doing that for a while, but I've kind of went into a new role that is kind of in the same realm, but yet totally different. And I have been having one hell of a time wrapping my brain around this Mm -hmm. and I've Kelly and I have talked about it a lot And you know I wasn't always the best in school I had my issues Stuff like that Um I never really kind of figured it out Why Um This kind of goes all the way back To college for me So The basic level of survey When you're learning it Is just basic level loops I mean I'm not going to go into depth Because I'm not We're not that type of podcast Come on So
0: Well let's keep it in layman's terms If we can Right Yeah
1: Um it's simple math. It's simple and easy to do, but I couldn't figure it out. Uh, it didn't make any sense to me, and it seemed like Greek. Until one morning, I just woke up, and I knew how to do it.
0: Yeah, it was weird. One morning, you just woke up, and it's like everything just all of a sudden clicked into place. Yeah,
1: and it was the same thing with this job. And I kind of reflected on that a little bit, and I realized that I, I still retain all of that information, and I have it all. I just can't put it together. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, it's like you have a hard time processing it and how all of it pieces together.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like I have a bunch of puzzle pieces and they're just spread out.
0: And you just can't fit them together for I can't the life start, of you. I
1: can't start this puzzle for the life of me. Mm. And that's the issue. But once I start, everything falls into place. So we were talking about it. Well, first off, I talked to Kelly about it. And mm. that, was, that was interesting.
0: It was, yeah.
1: Right? I yeah. mean... I've spent a lot of years thinking, you know, in some ways I'm just kind of dumb um, and all that. But I kind of looked at the the way that I'm disorganizing everything and it instantly went to dyslexia. I'm like, I wonder, I wonder. And I'm like, that actually makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. But one thing I will say guys, um, we are gonna be talking about what this means for me and what this means for us. We are using Google. This isn't actually like fully diagnosed or anything like that.
0: No, and we're not going to do like a Google diagnosis either, but we would like to do a little bit of research into it and really get like an understanding of what it means to be dyslexic.
1: Yeah. So let's start off this episode with saying we're not experts.
0: No, not in <laughs> the slightest, not in the slightest. But I mean, this is something that potentially could be impacting Catelyn, and it's something that could potentially be impacting our relationship. So why not do a little bit of research and and find out more about it.
1: Yeah. So obviously the first place that I went to is dyslexia. I mean, it makes sense. You're taking thoughts, you're taking this information and it doesn't make sense. You're
0: just basically jumbling it all together.
1: Right. I yeah. also don't like reading. No, not really. I'm, I'm not the best reader. I mean, I, I you guys have heard it on this podcast. I can't write. I mean, I have good days and bad days.
0: Yeah. It's weird because there's some days where you can, you know, read everything and it's like... It just falls out of your mouth. But mm-hmm. then there's other days where you definitely stumble a little bit more and you catch yourself stumbling. And then yeah. I can see that you almost get like embarrassed that you're stumbling over your words. And I'm like, honey, <laughs> it's OK. It's just me.
1: Yeah, I know. But I'm 34 years old. I mean, I'm college educated. I should know how to read and oh, shit. talk I, out loud. I
0: stumble over my words all the damn time. Just.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I get it. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I get it. But I, I also, you know, I've it is embarrassing. It is embarrassing for a full grown adult to have this issue. And you know, and that was a big challenge because with this new work, I didn't know what I was going to do. Like I couldn't figure it out. It didn't make sense to me. And I was starting to panic about it. Mm -hmm. Like it was getting to the point where I was stressing out because I thought I could never do this. I was thinking of exit strategies because I don't know if I can do this. Mm -hmm. And that is a kick in the nuts to your ego, really.
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I mean, right now you're learning, you're trying to learn all of this new terminology. You're working with numbers. You're working with all of these different things and... You know, like it's important detail. Like you need to be very detail oriented when you're doing this type of work. And I can see you struggling.
1: Yeah. Like I'm design. you know, I'm scanning. Basically, I'm kind of doing 3D laser scan. I'm, de- I'm getting a so, model of things. And, yeah. Maybe
0: just give like a quick, just explain real quick what exactly it means to 3D laser scan.
1: Yeah. So with surveying, you get one point. Basically, I'm creating, I'm shooting a point and creating what's called a point cloud. So by shooting a surface and getting a distance and uh, anyway, I can reference anything from anything. I'm taking individual pieces of information on a piece of wall or a piece of pipe or anything like that. Then what I'm doing is I'm designing around that. So it's like doing a measurement every three millimeters on something.
0: But I'm just thinking in more of like a broader spectrum. So, like, basically, you take this scanner, it scans an entire area, it builds this model.
1: It doesn't build the model, but yes, absolutely, you get some form of it, and then what I do is I design off of that, because it's real-world measurements.
0: Exactly. And,
1: yeah, this is totally new to me, and honestly, I wasn't the best in school, either. Like, when it came to the sciences, math, I was actually pretty good at. Gym class? I mean, bish, please. Um... (laughs) But yeah, when it came to things like social studies, English, I was okay at, but like things that, you know, history never really interested me that much, Mm -hmm. which was kind of tough, but like, it never really made sense to me and I couldn't put it all together. I mean, even some math I still struggle with. I mean, I've done calculus, but it doesn't mean I understand it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like,
1: you know, I went to college and I passed calculus. I, could I do it again? Absolutely not. (laughs) all I'm saying so
0: I think you could if you really tried yeah but... no
1: I, I really don't I don't remember a damn thing I looked at my notes and I, yeah, I was lost in my own notes <laughs> yeah. things that I've wrote written down in my past mm. so obviously as an older person like now that I'm in my 30s and to learn something completely new is really tough I'm trying to learn specs i'm trying to learn like strengths i'm trying to learn like there's so much that i need to learn and like mm-hmm. what i can do and such a short period of time that it it's been overwhelming like mm-hmm. you know kelly's seen me like break down worried about work because like we moved here for this job yeah and what if i can't do this
0: yeah it's a lot of additional pressure to be putting on yourself for sure
1: yeah but i mean that's the biggest thing is What happens if I can't do it? That's my Mm -hmm. biggest concern.
0: Yeah, it's always the what if factor.
1: Yeah, because like we moved here for that reason. Like we Mm -hmm. moved here for this job and for this lifestyle. And if I can't provide that because we did, uh, that was just extra stress.
0: Oh, definitely. And like, there were some days where you were just beating yourself up so hard, because you know, you had a rough day at work, you were having a hard time processing the information. And you know, it, I could see it getting to you. And then there were other days where it seemed like things were kind of clicking into place a little bit more, and you were loving it, you were having a great day. So like, the, the last few weeks with you trying to learn all of this stuff at work has been very up and down. It's been a little bit of a roller coaster in our house. It
1: has been a roller coaster, not mm-hmm. a little bit. It's-, it's just straight up in a roller coaster. <laughs> like there's no F ands or buts about it. The last week's been good because mm-hmm. we kind of figured this out. So Kelly and I were talking and that's when it kind of clicked. Like maybe it's some sort of dyslexia because mm-hmm. I associate it. And the reason I went dyslexia is because... Basically, I can't make sense of the information. And the only, you know, mental disorder or disease that I could think of would have been dyslexia because they, you know, typically have trouble processing things and putting it together. mm -hmm. So that was the first route we went down when it came to research.
0: Yeah. Well, and I just want to specify to you, it wouldn't technically be like a mental disorder or a disease. It would be more of like a... Learning disability yeah. type thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: true. Yeah, true. Yeah, learning disability.
0: Yeah, yeah. So just to kind of put it in the correct realm, I guess. Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Because there are very important people listening to this podcast. Well, you never know, <laughs> right? Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> judge us. Um. Yeah. So, moving on from there. Hmm. Um, we we did some research, and there are a lot of different types of dyslexia, and I I started reading. I don't know if you started reading articles a little bit.
0: Yeah, I read I read a little bit. It looks like there's about four different types of dyslexia. I saw some that
1: said six too. Oh, okay. So I mean there's a lot of information out there, but what I've learned is I don't actually think I'm dyslexic. Okay. So I kind of went through it and I don't relate to them on a whole. Um, it didn't, I didn't click with anything, you know, typically when, you know, you're doing the Google diagnostics, um, something just clicks either that, or if you have to try to find connections with something, chances are you don't have it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Not always that could be it, but in this case I found with mental health, I, anything that makes a whole lot of sense to me and connects with me typically that's the route I'll go down and dyslexia made no sense to me so I talked to my mom about it she said that I actually have a couple members in the family that do have dyslexia so it wouldn't be a big surprise so that's another reason why I decided you know what maybe that's the route I need to go down and you know do the research into that And I mean, we both did. Mm -hmm. We both knew that that's what we'd have to look at. And I figured that there were multiple types. And maybe it's just one type. I don't think I'm dyslexic because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No,
0: I don't think that you would be dyslexic as a whole. I think there is still potential that you might have
1: um... a wee touch of it.
0: Potentially, Maybe just like a little bit in one of the different types. But yeah, yeah I don't think that you're dyslexic as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that you definitely have a few, I don't know, I guess we would kind of call them symptoms. I don't really know what else to yeah. call it. Traits. Yeah, traits. I guess you might actually Ooh. have a couple of the same traits as someone who has dyslexia, but... I mean, who knows, right?
1: Yeah. We're not clinical doctors. No, we're not. And that's the biggest thing. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and self-diagnose and say I'm this and say I'm that. I mean, I've went through a few things. There's a few things that I know I definitely have. And there's a few things that I'm borderline. So this one is something I... This issue is something I definitely deal with. And I just really wanted to kind of get some answers on it. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, for everybody who doesn't know, obviously, I deal with some depression and ADHD. Those are well,
0: two. Well, and anxiety. Yes. Anxiety. Anx- yeah. But, anxiety is definitely one of your your worst ones, I think.
1: Totally. Yeah. Uh, PTSD, I actually have under lockdown. Mm-hmm. I, more or less. More I, or I less. I still have my yeah. bad days, but yeah. Um, I have that pretty much under control, but through our research and through kind of Googling, the hard part was is figuring out the proper terminology to put into Google. You know, because my issue isn't that um, I have trouble reading or I have trouble putting numbers together. I have trouble organizing my thoughts. I get a bunch of information. It doesn't make sense to me until I start making connections. I want to figure out how to speed up those connections. Mm -hmm. But first, why do I have trouble making those connections?
0: Yep, go to the root cause.
1: Right? So that's what I went for, um, is going for that absolute root cause. So through my Googling and kind of going through everything... It was really hard to find that proper terminology to put into Google because it kept going to dyslexia or psychosis or, um, you know, a lot of these bigger disorders and diseases. And I'm like, wow, okay, I don't think I deal with psychosis because it's like, oh, wait, do you just have random stories that come up in your head? I'm like, well, (laughs) a little bit. But not in that way. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah mean, you don't
0: create like a whole different narrative in your mind or anything like that. Well, well I mean, everybody, <laughs> everybody goes down that path every now and then where they have, you know, like those imaginary conversations in their mind of like, oh, I was talking to this person. I should have said this, this and this. Yeah. Right. Everybody goes down those paths. But I don't think that you actually like create these narratives in your mind and then believe them to actually be true. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like that's totally. the difference. Totally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause otherwise my life would be way different. Exactly. <laughs> Both of our lives would be
0: way different if yeah, that was the case. I know. Right. Yeah.
1: So yeah, through the Google, I've kind of, I found something that I actually relate to. So with everything that I've kind of said, that's kind of how I've been dealing with it or, you know, what I've been dealing with. I finally found something that kind of clicks and I kind of want to talk about it. So, Obviously, through the Google, I forget exactly what I put into the old Google machine um, that pumped out this wonderful article, but it's from Medical News Today, Mm -hmm. Uh, medicalnewstoday.com. And it was written June 6, 2019. So reasonably, you know, it's not too old. Mm -hmm. And it is called What to Know About Executive Function Disorder. Wait, what? What is this? I don't know. What is this? I mean, honestly, I didn't know what it was when I heard it either.
0: No, I have honestly, until you showed me this article, I had never even heard of this disorder before.
1: Yeah. So executive function is a broad group of mental skills that enable people to complete tasks and interact with others. An executive function disorder can impair that person's ability to organize themselves and control their behaviors.
0: Which is very interesting because you definitely have a little bit of a difficult time organizing yourself and staying organized and staying on task.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I find it's easier for me to kind of lose motivation. Now, here's the part that really got to me. However, executive function disorder is not specific, standalone diagnosis or condition. Okay, so that's huge, guys. It's not its own diagnosis. It isn't its own like big disease that, Mm -hmm. you know, goes with that. Instead, neurological, mental health and behavioral disorders such as depression and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or ADHD can affect persons is ex- executive function. Whoa. Woo! Mind blown. Seriously. Yeah. Like, so this is where, this is where I say I've connected with this. So mm-hmm. this articles, I mean that line right there, it shows that, okay, it isn't its own... I don't have another disease. I'm not adding, you know, another layer to the cake that is Catelyn.
0: Well, and let's disorder, not
1: disease, too. Yes, okay. Sorry, I,
0: I feel bad for, that I keep correcting you. Seriously, but, lay off. Well, <laughs> I'm doing it for the people, right? Uh,
1: if that was triggering for you, you should probably... Um, yeah, just listen to Kelly. Um, <laughs> so what is executive... Function disorder
0: let's learn about it so you want me to take it sure take I'll it from take here it. okay so executive function skills help people complete tasks and interact with others they include a range of skills such as planning and organization concentrating and controlling mental focus analyzing and processing information, controlling emotions and behavior, remembering details, managing time, multitasking, and problem solving.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So an executive function disorder impairs some of these skills, which can affect a person's ability to manage and organize themselves to achieve their goals.
1: I mean, that's huge. Uh, Obviously for me, I think it's something I've been dealing with for a long time. A lot of these things are things I've been dealing with for a long time, but I think I've counteracted them by overcompensating
0: Probably. Like, for yep. instance,
1: like um, managing time. I over manage time.
0: Oh, 100% you do. I
1: overestimate, and I always make sure that I can provide time within that. But, and that's because, I mean, typically I've always been late. Thanks, Mom. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got really good at, you know, getting ready for a hockey game in five minutes. Mm hmm. And I didn't like it. So as an adult, I overplan my time. And yeah, as an
0: adult, you basically you upped your time management game. You yeah. like put it up to the extreme level of time management.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So also going through this, what are some of the, the symptoms? Ugh.
0: So people with executive function issues may have the following symptoms: trouble controlling emotions or impulses.
1: So for me. A little bit. I get a little edgy every once in a while, but it's really not that bad. It's not something I would report.
0: No. So I wouldn't even go down the edgy path because honestly, you're... I think you more or less have that under, under control. Yeah, However, just stress. However, one thing that I would say is between the two of us, you are a lot more of a sensitive soul, right? So like we were watching um, we were watching this this new dog show on Netflix this morning called Canine Intervention. Yeah. And there was just like this very kind of like sweet moment in the show and Kat actually started tearing up during it.
1: Yeah. And
0: you know, like that's, that's one thing that is actually pretty consistent in our house is you just get... You almost get like overwhelmed with your emotions when it comes to like, you know, like really, really feeling something. You feel things very, very deeply.
1: I do. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, you
0: do feel things very deeply. I
1: do. Mm-hmm. So deep. Um. Oh, my goodness. Let's just
0: ignore that. But so.
1: I mean, I mean, it's true. I mean, I've teared up. I don't, modern Family gets me.
0: It does. Well, Modern Family gets me every once in a while, too. But, like, there are some times where, like, I'm just sitting there, like, completely stone cold, just watching whatever it is that we're watching. And I'll look over a cat and he's got freaking tears streaming down his face. He's wiping them away. I'm like, but how?
1: I'm like, not like, a I don't bitch, understand. I swear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's the thing, though. But I do think that, like, it's trouble controlling your emotions because you just feel it so deeply and you just yeah. don't know how to... How to process it, I totally. guess. So it just it just comes out. Yeah, I which, think you're right. I mean, isn't necessarily a bad thing.
1: Yeah. No, that's a good point. It's a really good point. Thanks. Never thought about it like that.
0: Yeah. Um, so moving on, we have problems with starting, organizing, planning, or completing tasks. What do you think?
1: Well, I mean, I do have issues starting a new task every once in a while. I always like to take a break before starting a new task. I'm kind of like... Terry with his nibs in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> Read a word, eat a nib. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. just one of those things that you're always, you know, you create these little habits that you do before starting mm-hmm. the new task. And, you know, I do have trouble with that, but it's not crazy bad.
0: No, I do find that it's, it's not like you have trouble... I guess it's it's more that you have trouble just with procrastination, I think, because you have a lot of these like really great ideas on things that you want to do and things that you want to accomplish. It's just you give yourself such a broad time frame to do them that yeah. I think you kind of procrastinate until it's like absolute game time last minute. And you're like, shit, why haven't I done this sooner?
1: Yeah, you're so right.
0: That's one thing that I've noticed.
1: So I have problems with starting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just, honestly, I think it's just procrastination. True. But... True that. Um, trouble listening or paying attention. Oh,
1: my God, I have that issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, that's that's another thing I definitely deal with.
0: 100%. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, one thing, another thing that I guess I've noticed. So, it's just, I'm, I swear to God, honey, I'm not trying to pick you apart. I'm just trying to help everybody else... Relate this is between these two, right? To actually see, because, like, yeah, you can say, "Oh, yeah, I relate to that," but I'm going to actually tell people how I see you relate to totally. it. Totally. Okay, so I'm I'm not trying to be hard on you. I'm not trying to like come down. Oh, on I know. You. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. There was never so, once a
1: negative thought towards this. Good. Don't I'm worry. So glad.
0: So when it comes to you with paying attention, I've noticed that. Um, If we're like having a (laughs) conversation, exactly, (laughs) exactly. I've noticed that if we're having a conversation and if you happen to get like a notification or something on your phone or if someone, yeah, if someone like texts you or if like a dog starts barking or like something else grabs your attention, you automatically follow whatever that was. Yeah. So I've gotten more or less kind of used to if we're in the middle of a conversation and if a notification comes in, if you get a text message or an email or something, that's going to take your attention away. You're going to go, you're going to read your email, whatever it is that you're going to do. And then once you're done, you're going to put your phone down and then we can continue our conversation. Right. So it's almost like when it comes to you and paying attention, if something else is going to grab your attention, everything else is more or less going to get put on hold, which is fine. I understand it. I've, I've come to I've come to understand that this is just one of your little quirks, and it's okay. <laughs> it does not bother me anymore.
1: I'm quirky. You
0: are quirky. Um, yeah, but that's one thing that I have noticed is things kind of grab your attention really easily, and until you have that one task done, everything else gets put on hold, but you will come back to it as soon as that task is done. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's almost like you're multitasking, but you're also not multitasking. True that. If that makes sense. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So next one on the list is short-term memory issues. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think that you really deal with that too much. You have a much better memory than I do.
1: I actually do have a pretty good memory. You do? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I don't, I don't really think that that one is much of an issue with you.
1: No, no. definitely not. Okay. Definitely not.
0: Okay, so moving on, inability to multitask or balance tasks. Okay,
1: I thrive at multitasking when it comes to work. Yes,
0: yes. Then at home,
1: because um, I always like I like the TV on while I'm cooking. That's and... true.
0: You really like to have um, kind of like background noise when you have your tasks, so, which is actually something that I like to do too.
1: Right now, to your point before about mm-hmm. me and my phone ding and me having to look at it, that's because. I need to fill up, you know, I I need to be fully enveloped in something. I need to be slightly distracted, yet able to give it. I find that I have so much bandwidth to give. And if I can't give all of it to my one task, which I typically can't, what I do is I give multiple tasks, All of your attention. All of my attention. Mm -hmm. So that way I can't be distracted by something else. Right. If I have the TV going, I'm not going to hear my phone. Mm -hmm. And if I have the TV going, I'm not going to hear something that's going on outside or, you know what I mean? I'm not going to hear another distraction, which is going to pull me from what I'm doing. Yeah. So. Which. Yeah, that's why I do that.
0: One thing that I have really noticed when it comes to you and distractions and finding things to kind of give you that distraction is video mm-hmm. video is your biggest biggest distraction Yeah, oh, yeah when it comes to multitasking which honestly is great because when we were working together there was one thing that you always used to do and I could never understand for the life of me how you could do it but you would be working on something you'd be working on like a bid or looking at you know all of like a frick like a construction plan or whatever yeah And you would also have like a YouTube video playing at the same time. And I'm like, how the hell can you be looking at something that you need to be so detail oriented and you can retain all of this information, but you can also have a video playing at the same time? Because for me, like I can have music playing while I'm working and like that for me is not distracting in the slightest. Like I love having background music. But when it comes to video stuff, like I I can't do it. It just boggled my mind. that You could still retain information while watching a video and working at the same time. It's like, what the fuck? People can do that?
1: Yeah. I mean, it it, it isn't always there are times where I have to turn the video off and just go to music, depending on how intense it is. Mm -hmm. But I would say 70 to 80 percent of the time I can do it with video
0: yeah mind-blowing especially if it's a,
1: if it's it's a like repeat task like i'm at the point now when i do like video editing and stuff like that i have mm-hmm. a video on because i need that distraction because otherwise i will get Ooh, what mm-hmm. huh yeah what was i doing oh i forgot
0: yeah you'll get completely sidetracked oh
1: shit short-term memory issues
0: damn it <laughs> shit okay okay well, all right so i guess we do got a little bit of that yeah um anything else you want to add no. to that one no. no okay so socially inappropriate behavior nah. which no i don't really think that that's an issue definitely not um inability to learn from past consequences
1: definitely not
0: no no, no. you don't have an issue with that at no all.
1: i usually don't repeat things like no it...
0: once you make a mistake you're normally pretty quick to fix that mistake yeah. and not to do it again yeah. so definitely yeah um, <laughs> Difficulty solving problems
1: Again another no
0: No you are honestly one of like the best problem solvers I think I've ever met Aww. And like a lot of the time you'll solve problems That like don't necessarily need solving mm. Which is like Great in a lot of different ways But also sometimes it's like hey but Sometimes I just want you to listen.
1: Right. And I find that's with the ADHD because Mm -hmm. I find that I overthink things. Like I'll think uh, I'm always playing chess with my life. I'm thinking 10 moves ahead. Yeah. And I know. okay, Kelly. Well, she's going to go. She's going to want to go out. She's going to go meet up with friends. She's going to go for a walk outside. It's going to be cold. So she's probably going to want a scarf, toque, gloves, maybe a warm bevy and a bottle of water for afterwards in case she's thirsty. babe. Do you have your gloves? No. Well, you should grab them. Here, I made you a coffee, and here's a bottle of water for afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I roll.
0: Yep. That's, honestly, that's, like, a great example, because that's pretty much daily life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, that's where I don't have problems solving problems. I just...
0: You've... Honestly, I feel like that's almost one of your like favorite things to do is
1: problem solving. I do enjoy it. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the challenge of it, and I love when a solution works.
0: Yep, and I feel like also a big part of that, just to kind of add on, is that you just love being in in service of people. Oh. You love helping people and like basically serving people. Totally. I guess totally for lack of a better way of putting it. So. Yep being able to solve other people's problems on top of that. Like, hell yeah, that's your frigging bread and butter right there. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Um. So next on the list, difficulty learning or processing new information.
1: Which is the whole reason we're talking about this. <laughs> yeah,
0: so let's just bring it right back to the start. Yeah,
1: <laughs> obviously, guys, it makes sense for me. I mean, this I've dealt with ADHD for most of my life. Um, it's something that I didn't know I dealt with until later in life. But learning that, I mean, that is a symptom. And, you know, being able to connect with the other symptoms, it, it makes sense to me. And I think the thing that I enjoy the most about this information and the fact that I found this is that it isn't its own disease. Mm-hmm. It just reacted from my depression, my ADHD. It's not that, you know, it's another thing wrong with wound. It's just a side effect of me being weird (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: just another it's just another lovable quirk
1: yeah exactly that's all
0: it is yeah just another quirk
1: so what problems with executive function may lead to
0: well it may lead to poor performance at work or school which i guess you said you had problems at school but not 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 at work
1: no well at work yes because i wasn't learning it oh that was the issue right i guess
0: i'm thinking like Previously at work, you didn't really have a whole lot of issue with that, did you? Not
1: really. No. No. Problems okay. forming or maintaining relationships. I mean, everyone's got friends they follow out with. I don't really see that as a big issue. I'm pretty decent at it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I could be better, but we all need to work on that.
0: Oh, exactly.
1: Mood issues. Um how dare you say i have mood issues <laughs> no i that
0: was triggering <laughs> trigger uh
1: not really like yeah my moods are okay mm-hmm. low self-esteem that is something that i have been working on because i do have low self-esteem it's something that i've been dealing with the last few years um like even through work and stuff business-wise my confidence has been shook i mean mm-hmm. i've said that so many times now and It's come to the point where, yeah, like, I feel like I don't have enough self-esteem and it is something that I need to work on. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Low, oh, sorry, avoidance of difficult tasks. Yeah, not really. No, not generally, because that just kind of goes back to your love of problem solving.
1: Yeah. I mean, difficult tasks, no, but tasks I don't want to do, yeah, I definitely avoid things.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like I said earlier, that's just procrastination in general.
1: Yeah. And yeah. then low motivation or loss of interest in activities, which is no motivation um, um, or, you know, you know, procrastination.
0: Yeah, honestly, I, I do think that you you have some of that. Some low low motivation sometimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So executive function takes time to develop, right? Mm -hmm. So many of these behaviors are completely normal in young children. However, if these behaviors persist, they may indicate that the child has executive function disorder issues. So what that states is if your kids relate to some of these, don't worry kids normally will have this issue it's when they start growing and becoming young adults teenage you know this is where you know you probably want to pay a little bit more attention to things of this nature Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so oh i mean there's a lot more information about Mm -hmm. how it relates to adhd and you know might be having to do with fidget fidgeting restlessness acting without thinking you know then we're getting more into oh oh what
0: being prone to distraction or having a short attention span yeah can we just touch on that for a hot second we are i mean i feel like we already did we already kind of
1: beat that to death yeah but that's you know
0: but it it does relate between the two of them so Mm -hmm. i mean
1: yeah so we haven't actually gotten this far in it yet so we're really excited to continue on we're going to learn more and we're going to keep you guys up to date on this
0: yes definitely
1: right and yeah. So the
0: more we ugh, learn, the more you guys will learn.
1: Conditions that can cause executive function issues. Let's just go through these real quick. Sure. Yeah. I feel like this is a great way to end it.
0: Yeah. So there, are conditions that can cause executive fun- function issues include ADHD, depression and anxiety, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, obsessive compulsive disorder, autism, Alzheimer's disease. Um, Front temporal dementia, Tourette's syndrome, and traumatic, traumatic injuries to the brain. Yep. Huh. Okay. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Tem- Temporary causes of executive function issues can include exhaustion, severe pain, stress, distracting environments, drug use, alcohol, and severe boredom. Oh. Use at your own risk. that's
0: where I was going with that voice I thought that you were I thought you might be doing that that's
1: exactly what I was going for so of course you were I mean that's super interesting I mean it's nice to know that you know It's a condition that happens because you might have these other issues. And it's not just like uh, its own thing.
0: No, it's almost like it's a it's another side effect of having, you know, ADHD mixed with depression, mixed with anxiety and all these other things. Plus, I mean, we've already said that you probably have a little bit of a touch of the OCD, too. So
1: at least a touch, at least a touch. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah executive function disorder guys Mm -hmm. it's interesting i mean i'm so glad that we were able to look into this because again it's something i don't think is talked about there's so much to do with mental health guys that we don't have the chance to talk about because definitely there's so much to fucking cover
0: well and that's the thing too because a lot of the times we're only really going to talk about things that either affect us or things that we have experienced already in our life we're only really going to be talking from our own experiences right so yeah I mean, it's kind of tough to be able to talk about a lot of different aspects when it comes to mental health if we actually haven't experienced them.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, guys. But I think that's that kind of covers that subject. Yeah. And I think we're going to break into segments. Let's do some segments. So I'm going to start off with the kids these days because oh, okay. this is on subject for what we're talking about. Sure. I just want everyone to understand. I know there's a lot of Karens out there and I know that there's a lot of other people out there that really love their children, and want their children to be great. Children are messy. Children are all over the place. Just because a child shows like it might have ADHD or ADD or stuff like that, let them grow out of it. Honestly, you're going to evolve as a kid, and it's when you get older in life that you really want to start figuring this stuff out. Now, obviously, if you've got troubles in school or anything like that, my suggestion is figure it out. Just figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out.
0: Well, and that's the thing too. I think obviously there is a time and a place when it comes to like diagnosis with children when it comes to ADHD and ADD. And if it is starting to affect their day-to-day life or their schooling and their learning and that type of stuff, then definitely, you know, go and maybe see a clinical professional, maybe go and get a second opinion. Yeah. Um, coupled with, you know, doing your own research and everything too, of course. But... Um, I mean, obviously, don't don't jump the gun, you know, anytime that you see one of these symptoms, don't just automatically assume, oh, well, they probably have ADHD.
1: And that's something that I've been kind of teaching myself, because on our journey, we're going to be having kids, hopefully. And I, you know, that's that's where we want what we want. Um, And I know for a fact, like I have it. ADHD. I have anxiety. I have these things. And I know I'm going to see these traits in our kids. And I have to really dial it back and tell their teenagers and tell their, you know, I'll come to the time where I'll talk to them about this stuff. And we'll start having these discussions because I'm not going to put that trauma or that stress about here's everything that people do when they have something wrong with them as a Mm -hmm. child like
0: well that's a lot of pressure for a child and it's just it's a lot of information for them to try to process and take in when there's other things that they you know could be learning at the same time so why overwhelm and bog them down with that stuff let's let them you know be kids for as long as they can and then once they're old enough to have an understanding of it then you have that conversation with them
1: absolutely and, know,
0: in yeah. our opinion, anyways. In our
1: humble yes, opinion. Yes, in
0: our opinion, the people who don't have children.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But have put a lot of thought into it because I mean, mm-hmm. like we put a lot of thought into mental health, relationships, and this includes what we're doing in the future, and includes children. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Is it? Yeah. Inc- our lives will include children. Oh, Oh,
0: one hundred percent. So, I mean, they already do now, just not our children. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Except for our dogs. Yeah,
0: well, that's
1: different. Anyway.
0: Anyways. um, You got any other segments you want to do?
1: No, not besides the Why I Love You.
0: Oh. Okay. Well, I'm going to start off with a Why I Love You. Um, Because... And
1: finish with a Why I Love You?
0: Yeah, I guess. Surprise, surprise. Kelly has no other real segments. she She wants to do. She has
1: one segment.
0: Well, it's fine. Um, So, Why I Love You is the fact that you... Basically, came up with this whole like you more or less figured all of this out on your own, and the way that you've been handling it, you know, a lot of people realizing that they could have you know this this additional challenge would have more or less thrown in the towel. Mm -hmm. However, you've gone the complete opposite route. You've gone and been like, you know what? I want to get an understanding of what this is. I want to know why I do the things that I do, and you know, you just have so much drive when it comes to that type of stuff. So. That's why I love you. Just you're handling this like a damn champ.
1: Well, I mean, you got to you got to figure out the problem before you can get the solution, right? One hundred percent. Just how she goes. Yeah. Well, just a tip with cat. Oh. Because that was my next. Because you know I have to do one every week because mm-hmm. apparently I'm the segment king.
0: Like, oh wow, you are
1: really on this the morning. The swagger. Jesus. So Jesus. Just a tip. mm Hmm. When you guys deal with things like this, this is what I've learned. Find the root cause. There's a root cause for everything, guys. It isn't as simple as, you know, if your ceiling's wet, chances are you got a leak somewhere. It's not... Mm -hmm. Your problem is that you have a wet ceiling, but what's the cause of that wet ceiling?
0: Yeah, maybe you got a friggin' busted pipe somewhere. Exactly. Who knows?
1: Who knows what's happening? Figure
0: out that root cause first.
1: Figure it out.
0: Figure it out.
1: Maybe you got a leak in your dishwasher. Who knows? But that's the thing, guys. You've got to go and find the root cause. Mm -hmm. You can't start trying to fix a problem if you don't know what the problem is
0: right right that's a great point honey
1: just the tip of cat
0: bow, bow. Ooh, you got it you got an outro uh, now i like it well, i forgot
1: my intro so i figured i'd just do it as an outro well
0: wow, worked out real well I so the it. why i
1: love you Ooh. i've been edgy and trying to figure this out and i've been up and down talking about backup plans finding other jobs and what if i can't do this you just let me do it you didn't try to control me. You didn't try to snap me out of it. You let me go through it, deal with it, and get out of it. And that is why I love you.
0: Well, I mean, there's there's a time and a place for when you actually need my help when it comes to this stuff. And I I know that you have so much self awareness that, and you like I said before, you have so much drive that you're going to figure this out regardless if I help you or not. True that. Or not, right? So,
1: but I appreciate yeah. it. And that's why I love you. And with that, guys, we want to know if you knew about this. Did you know about functional?
0: Executive function disorder. Did you know that this existed? Because we didn't. We didn't. No, this is new. So So hit us
1: up. Let us know how the number two love me podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and and at at gmail.com. Which nobody emails us. You guys should email us. Right. Like we, we say set, it every... We set up
0: this email for you guys to contact us and it's like I'm pretty sure we've gotten like two emails. And
1: it's the rest has been spam. Pretty much.
0: There's a lot of spam in yeah. the account. Like come on spam. guys.
1: Spam loves us more. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously you guys do. But with that guys, we're going to end it here. Yeah,
0: let's wrap this one up.
1: So, we love you guys. Thanks for listening and
0: bye. bye.